0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Biden administration is out with a budget plan that would boost funding for USDA climate programs. The White House released a fiscal 2022 budget outline today that would fund the Department of Agriculture at an additional $3.8 billion, including a $647 million increase for ag research. There's also another $14 billion to address climate change in other areas of the government. Speaking today at the White House, Press Secretary Jen Psaki noted this is the beginning of the process.
1: This is the beginning of what we know is a long journey. It's meant to give discretionary guidance so that uh, officials and staffers uh, on the Hill, the people who followed in the footsteps of Shalanda Young, can get to work. Uh, that's exactly what it will do, and we're looking forward to having those conversations.
0: Overall, the budget would increase spending on discretionary programs at USDA by 16 percent to $27.8 billion, from the $24 billion allocated for fiscal 2021, the Environmental Protection Agency would get one of the biggest increases of any one department, a 21.3% boost to $11.2 billion. Saki says the Biden administration is signaling many of its priorities in the document.
1: Any budgetary proposal, including a discretionary proposal that is not a full budget, is an opportunity to outline the priorities of. The existing administration. And uh, it is a reflection of the president's view that a number of these discretionary programs were underfunded over the last several years and therefore uh, prompted a plus up.
0: A full budget is expected later this spring, but Congress will set final funding levels through legislation. Phil Brasher has more on the budget and the reaction to it in Washington in his story on agripulse.com. USDA is out with new figures on global demand for American crops, AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more.
2: USDA officials raise soybean exports in today's World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report. United Soybean Board Vice President of Market Intelligence Mac Marshall says soybean exports increased 30 million bushels to 2.28 billion bushels. I was a little
3: bit surprised to see the export figure taken up when we've seen, you know, a, a pretty substantial tail-off in export pace over the last four or five weeks, part of that seasonal, but part of that's also that we had, you know, such a robust start uh, to the export season. So, you know, if we see a downward revision to that export forecast, that would also provide some some buoying on the carryout there.
2: He says importing soybeans is not out of the question toward the end of the year.
3: USDA has already taken up what the expected import figure is for the U.S. for this marketing year. Typically it's in that, you know, 14 to 15 uh, million bushel range, which is really just a rounding error. And now it's it, it's at 35. It's been there for the past couple months. So I think there's some expectation that, uh, you know, we bring in a, a nominal amount, but nothing that would be earth shattering and nothing really outside, you know, the normal range of, of what can be expected in any given year.
2: Ending stocks were maintained at 120 million bushels. Corn ending stocks came in at 1.35 billion bushels, down from 1.5 billion bushels from last month, Wheat ending stocks increased from 836 million bushels last month to 852 million bushels this month. Read more of this story at agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nully.
0: Finally today, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack held a roundtable discussion today with leaders of 12 food, ag, and retail companies to discuss efforts to advance racial justice and equity in the ag sector. According to a USDA readout of the call, Vilsack updated the leaders on his plans for a racial equity commission at USDA as well as the implementation of the American Rescue Plan. The business leaders shared updates about ongoing work at their respective companies on the subject. Vilsack encouraged the group to stay in touch and seek out collaboration when needed. The conversation included leaders from Bayer, Bolthouse Farms, Cargill, Chobani, Cliff Bar, Corteva AgriScience, Danone North America, John Deere, Kellogg Company, Land O'Lakes, Walmart U.S., and Zoetis. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The current but temporary estate tax exemption of $11 million per person has been helpful to agriculture, but estate taxes still hang heavy over many family farm businesses. Protect the next generation of family farmers by supporting the Death Tax Repeal Act of 2021. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time.